0: This week, episode 5 was kind of long, so I decided to turn it into 2. you are currently listening to episode 5.1, Technology Today, where me and Hamid will talk about technology. You can listen to the rest of the episode in episode 5.2, Nerds and Anime, which will premiere on February 28th, this Friday, around 1 p.m. Now, let's get back to the regular show. Yeah. Uh, I love- She had my attention. She gotta, know. She gotta know. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get Out podcast. I'm your host, Zeke, and in this episode, I have my friend, Hamed, to talk about the current state of technology and some more anime talk. You can follow his Instagram at chef.ahmed and his Facebook at Dumia to see more of his life. I would like to give a content warning for any show we the in this episode, and hope you have a nice day and enjoy the show.
1: The first question I like to ask is what would your origin story be? My origin story? Damn, that's a really good question. Um because the reason why that's a hard question for me is like my childhood has been not the best. Mm-hmm. But I would say my origin story would be I don't know, like somebody who's just been going through life. Mm-hmm. Always been told to succeed. If you go to college, if you go to school, everything is gonna be laid out in front of you, and that's a damn lie. I <laughs> <laughs> was I'm telling you right now. That's the biggest lie i ever heard, cool, that's what, that's what <laughs> I heard. Our parents was just like, "Yeah, we come to America, but people, well." People who were born here, immigrants, the story is you come here, do well in school, you're going to do good in life. And it's, it's difficult yeah. because at the same time, it's the, it's the people that you know mm-hmm. when you come here, like networking. Making sure that you know the right people who can give you a job offer, who can yeah. put you somewhere that's gonna give you the best tools for you to succeed. That's where our parents failed to tell us. Yeah. And so I had to learn that the hard way. And um, I'm just going through life through that difficult stage. But I feel like the more difficult your life is and like things aren't as easy to give Mm -hmm. that's where you get more of a story yeah and so if you do decide to have children or if you adopt or you know you decide whatever you decide to live your life you have that type of experience to tell people and be like yo it's not just what you learn in school that's probably like 5-10% it's the people you know Yeah, and so luckily I had Molly mm-hmm. director of student life she hooked me up with a job and like that was the first step and I'm like some people don't even aren't even employed um, I had a high school friend she just told me that she was unemployed for a whole year mm-hmm. before she found a job and she was just applying cold on indeed and so it's different story for many people but yeah. my origin story would just be I'm a struggling student well graduate, I'm looking for work. <laughs> like,
0: hey, to hire me.
1: I need help. <laughs> That's my story, though. Yeah. So, what kind of meeting would you be? Like a movie, a comic book? Hmm. I think a movie. Because I feel like movies are like, the easiest art form for people to consume Mm -hmm. and so like you just have to tell an interesting story and so I love superhero movies and like comic books you gotta read (laughs) some people find that to be too much work and so movies are just, you sit your ass down, eat some popcorn, or eat whatever, and you give like an hour and a half or two hours of your time, and then you either like the movie or you don't like the movie. So the only thing that you give to a movie is your time. And so for me, I feel like, because I'm planning on doing skits, so you might see me on YouTube, <laughs> but I'm planning on doing skits. And like for me, acting and like, it's like playing a different character. Mm-hmm. And so I would love, even for myself, to maybe do a movie of, like, my hardships. Mm -hmm. And so that's a way to connect to, like, the young people. And so I know, like, the internet is all about jokes and memes, but I like the areas where people get a bit serious mm-hmm. and talk about like the real stuff and, you know everybody could relate to like, has a about himself yeah and exactly and he played his dad like that was something that i was like yo that's really cool and it's also a way to like get your creative juices going mm-hmm. you know and so don't just be about like the data and the math even if you can be creative mm-hmm. with data and math and like the hard numbers and details and excel. It's also important for you like maybe enjoy nature. Like do something that isn't really strict on the information that's given. Yeah. How about you create that information and you find a way to express it? Oh. Yeah. So Chadwick Boseman playing in your movie? Yo, exactly. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman? Yo, he plays mad historic characters, yeah. man. So I can be a historic character that he plays or oh, like a regular dude that he finally plays. But yeah, Chadwick Boseman, that's a great idea. Yeah.
0: Suit your shot. Definitely. So, you know, college years ago, I to do tech. Mm-hmm. I decided not to do tech. Yeah. I did to get a zero to mid mm-hmm. And you decided to do tech, but you still want to do it. So,
1: why yeah. tech? So, tech is because I built my own gaming computer. And so, with the help of Rodolfo, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but it was exhilarating. Like, mm-hmm. people just think computers are this, like genius level I mean it is genius level but that's more like the coding and like making the computer actually do things but you can build your own machine mm-hmm. and that's just putting parts together and when you can do that you just feel like another level like you just transcended You, I built something that I can use and you become attached to that mm-hmm. and so Technology is more than just this wave of, like, different machines and different, like, I know machines are way smarter than us. But for us, you have to realize that we created those machines. Mm-hmm. And so tech is just it's just accelerating us probably going to be the next step in human evolution mm-hmm. if we find a way to blend technology with the human body but before then you just have to have something in technology that you can hold of and be a of because it's not don't see technology as like another area mm-hmm. In life or another industry, technology is becoming intertwined with daily stuff, daily things that we do. And so the more that we learn about it, the more that we can also secure ourselves because, mm-hmm. you know, these companies, they like to take our information. And so if you know about it, you know how to secure yourself, you know the right questions to ask, and you just know how to put your foot down where no i don't want that to happen is because because that's the main reason why technology companies are taking advantage of us mm-hmm. because we don't know yeah and so i'm not trying to be a fucking chicken i'm trying to be one of the like the wolves <laughs> in the street and so um it's basically that drives my passion Mm -hmm. but at the same time i try to make sure that i'm also doing something creative to you know balance things out yeah so what age did you build your computer? i built it when i was either 20 or 21 Mm -hmm. because i built it i don't know if it was the year of 2017 or the year 2018 but it was the summer And so, I was like, yo, it's time. I did research. I went to New Egg. New Egg is basically anything with computers, you go there. Mm -hmm. And um, you do your research. Like, there are a lot of self-help videos out on YouTube. YouTube University? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, is that an actual thing? (laughs) Nah, I know a lot of, like, old people used to... Yo, because, like... YouTube should be a university. Like you should get a degree (laughs) because there's so many like self help and how to do things. And so for me, it was just going on YouTube, doing my research and yeah, I built it. And I was like, yo, Baruch got pretty difficult. Not gonna lie. So I was like, what is another way I can get into technology without dealing with Baruch? Mm -hmm. And I found the program Empower. And so Empower is more than just an IT program. It's a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. It helps people get professional as well. And so they also teach you the fundamentals of IT. And if you want to get into cybersecurity, if you want to get to cloud computing, if you want to get into coding, they have classes. Mm -hmm. And it's free. And if you get into, like, the they call it their graduate programs, you have to start with, like, the fundamentals. They also give you a stipend. And so cybersecurity, I know a lot of people want to get into that, but I personally want to get into like networking, you know, the switches and the routers, how to build a network for a company. And then... In the future, I want to get into cloud computing Mm -hmm. because that's the next wave. Like cloud gaming? Yeah, cloud gaming, exactly. There's a program called um, Shadow Mm -hmm. where people don't even need to build a gaming computer anymore. You just pay a monthly service and you have access to a computer that's probably in Nigeria or some shit. And you can play games from your computer. You just need really good internet access.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah nice so yeah. um, with tech you talk about like um companies and the tech the next evolution mm-hmm. do you think it be like
1: a positive evolution like a digestion or like a negative evolution oh. like the terminator oh my god that is the question i feel like everybody's asking mm-hmm. because of course technology it's just technology it's going to evolve but it's the people that control the products is what makes it's going to determine whether it's evil or whether Mm -hmm. it's good and so we just have the duties as citizen as technological citizens you have to keep an open eye on open ear out because i don't know if people are going to remember um what was this thing called uh internet neutrality that was a big thing in the past i don't know if you remember it when they were gonna net net neutrality yeah net neutrality i said internet (laughs) but i put an extra word in there. (laughs) but net neutrality um that was really important because people were going to put a price tag on the access of using the internet and the beauty of the internet is that it's free access well you have to pay yeah It's like the equalizer. Yeah, the equalizer. And so people are building their own companies, people have their own voices. And if you put a price tag on that and the services that they use, that's going to restrict a lot of people's businesses and ease of access because I can be um, Mm -hmm. low-income. I can't start an actual business. I don't have a store, but I can start a business from home. And through the internet, I can market myself and with just paying and optimum online a monthly fee i can start own business sell my products online and become a big corporation like that Mm -hmm. but you just that's just an example and so for technology itself it's it's almost like it's the sword that you wield, and whatever you fight for the good guys or bad guys, it's whatever you're fighting for, mm-hmm. and it's whatever you want your ideology to be expressed as. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it can either be or. You just got to make sure that Facebook is not abusing you and um, that you don't become the Terminator. <laughs> and so, with that, with Facebook in mind, do you think that we went too far with technology in terms of social media mm-hmm. or that? We're just now trying. We're just now understanding what we have done. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the second point. We just now understand how Facebook took advantage of us, mm-hmm. and I don't think people realize this. But any corporation that's offering you something for free is not necessarily free. Just because Facebook is free doesn't mean that they're taking. They're not taking anything from you. I'm pretty sure everybody knows this. They're using your information mm-hmm. and selling that to companies. So that's why you're seeing, oh, I said uh, I needed a gaming mouse and I see 12 different ads on my fucking phone Wait, about gaming. You know, I'm or, yeah, exactly. Why is he forks? Yes, like the permissions, that's why you have to watch your cellular devices as well. Like... I don't know if people, you've seen the movie Ex Machina? I they have heard of it yet. Yeah, and so there was a CEO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a CEO that was in the movie who admitted that, well, it was a fictional movie, but he said that he turned on the world's microphones and cameras without notifying any of our users. And he was like, the people who manufactured the phones mm-hmm. had to admit that they were also doing it as well. So that's why he didn't get in trouble. Is because if he got in trouble, he would expose the phone companies and he would have exposed all the other companies that were doing the same thing as well. Mm-hmm. And so... For me, it's just like you have to watch all the permissions, your locations, which apps have permissions on your microphones and cameras to make sure that you're secured. And the only way you know that you're secured Mm -hmm. is that you get educated about technology in the first place. (laughs) And so for me, I feel like it's not us who went too far i just feel like companies got too greedy Mm -hmm. and you know why they get greedy because of the money yeah and so if you put a dollar sign on anything companies will do their best to abuse that system because all they care about is what their bottom line is Mm -hmm. and so they don't care about our safety as like that because i've heard that facebook doesn't even encrypt our passwords and our information. They just have it in like a WordPad document. Mm -hmm. And so with things like that, we just have to make sure that we're minimizing the amount of information that we're putting on these apps Mm -hmm. and getting, you're gonna have to start reading the terms and conditions. You know about that, I don't know. If you guys are like great coders, I'm actually like thinking, Maybe a building. There should be an AI Mm -hmm. that helps you minimize all the information in terms of conditions and give you all of, like, the key points. Okay, this is what we're going to do with your information. This is what you should be looking out for. These are, like, the hidden fees. Mm -hmm. And so if you have that type of software, that can better empower us. Because I know people don't like to read. there would be pages. Yo, there would be pages of that. But I think... It's most likely a, th- a tactic used by companies so they make sure that people don't read it in the first place. So if there are any great coders out there, be sure to make me like uh, I don't know, like <laughs> y- you sponsor me. Like oh, I got this idea from him. You're making an AI that can read terms and conditions, and that's going to better empower us.
0: Man, I can that so was real quick. And- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Definitely, bro. <laughs> Yo. You know Yo, I feel like I got to reach out to them. I know one coder, but she's just starting out. No matter. <laughs> but yeah, man. That's a great question. And then with that, do you think we should continue forward to take um, on like social media like that or mm-hmm. we should just cut back? Or is it way to cut back? It's mm-hmm. so into our um, daily lives. I feel like at this point, a lot of people it's become like an addiction that we don't even recognize Mm -hmm. and so people who do are aware like their technology use some people just you know go out for a walk or there's some people turn off their phones and stuff like that but um it's just up to us to realize that We have to know how much time social media is taking from daily lives. Mm -hmm. And for me, I know, like, it's, like, second nature. Like, sometimes I catch myself. I could be working on something or applying for a job. I pick up my phone, unlock it, go to Facebook instantly. Mm -hmm. It's right there. And, like, I be swiping. But sometimes I'm catching myself now. And, like, I'm doing more of that as a habit. Mm -hmm. And so you just have to realize what you're doing, how much time these devils (laughs) are taking away from us and start to like make times for other things maybe start drawing, Mm -hmm. maybe start doing something creative or going out and riding a bike. Like, yeah, definitely. And you know, I know with our generation, especially like the, I would say the young millennials and like Generation Z, there's like, this... Uh-huh. <laughs> um, We're like a mixture. Yeah. Some... Some websites say we're, like, the, the late millennials, like, the um, babies, mm-hmm. or, like, the latter half. Some say we're, like, early Generation Z. Some say we don't have a label. Yeah, we don't have a label. We're, like, right in between. So, we have, we are the mixture. Mm-hmm. And so, I know, like, going out and, like, with the political climate and maybe you're not where you want to be in life, but, like, it's... You just have to find the little beauties in life, you know. I know, like, depression is big in our generation mm-hmm. being sad and being not having the energy to do things that are productive. Mm-hmm. And it's just basically the way the boomers and the way they left our generation to fend for ourselves. Like, just the college degree is equivalent to a high school diploma now. Yeah. And so it's not. Yeah. And no pension. Yeah, exactly. Um, on case, the relationship now. Exactly. And so, the way that we live our lives, I know that it's difficult, especially mentally and emotionally. But it's just up to us to like start going to talk therapy, start doing things that can better help ourselves. Because mm-hmm. I know it's hard. And like the way they set this up, it's difficult to find a job in the first place. Mm-hmm. They don't make it easy. And so... For us to start living the lives that we want and social media only representing the positive lives of people, not representing the struggles that people go through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's difficult. And I feel like social media can also be a good thing because the rise of podcasts, mm-hmm. you start seeing people talk about, like, real things. And so I listen to The Love Hour. I don't know if you know Kevin's yeah, Kevin. H- oh, my God. I listen to him, his podcast with what? Doughboy. Righteous, righteous. Yeah, Righteous. You, you, pay, you pay the Patreon? No, nah, I don't have oh, Damn, bro. <laughs> I'm the to the actual episode. But yeah, bro, it's, I recommend it. If you have like, if because it's like $5 a month. Yeah. So if you have the money, like definitely, there are people who, you know, realize that life is just not about social media and like mm-hmm. being, living your best life. We know that we, there's mental health is becoming big as well. And like people are just becoming connected, you know? Mm-hmm. There can be trolls. There can be people who just want to talk about political things all the time. And we just need spaces like this. Mm-hmm. You're doing a great job. The way I want to start doing my skills is to talk about real life stuff as well. And so eventually probably do a podcast and we can be brothers <laughs> in that as well. Like, I, yeah, I but selling. you definitely started it you're trailblazing like we're definitely going to look back on me you Oh, know, Zeke did it I can do it too yeah and so it's definitely social media can have its positives and its negatives like all things
0: mm-hmm. yeah with that in mind do you think automation is a good thing to continue because I know we've always humans mm-hmm. always done that with like automation like the cotton engine yeah you know, like computers or formal yeah. you know, automation mm-hmm
1: Automation, Hmm. because now we've reached like the next level of automation and that's artificial intelligence. And so it's a dangerous thing to play with. I mean, the vision that like Elon Musk and like the people who hold these technologies, companies like AI can do a lot of things, especially with Elon Musk Mm -hmm. and like the way certain architectures, I don't know architects are planning to build like smart cities as well Mm -hmm. it's beautiful like the concept of having like fully automated cars where it's like robots like you can have no traffic because they're basically reading they're all on the system Mm -hmm. but the negative thing is that some people are out there you know black hats people who just want to fuck up the whole system and the thing is security would always be the issue yeah with technology hacking will always be the villain of like technology in general and so playing a role in that but like let me further Elon Musk so just imagine a world a smart city where every car is automated that means like you can order a car and it comes to you you can go into it right mm-hmm. and it just drives at a automatically like like 50 miles per hour but this is like in a city it knows when to stop when to go and most of these cars can like run on a system and it almost looks like um just like light rails just knowing when to stop knowing when to go that means we won't have really a need for sidewalks because mm-hmm. if we like redline areas like different areas we can tell the cars where not to go when to stop we can have sidewalks be intertwined with the way um the car the automated cars are going we can have cities that probably have light up panels knowing when to go and that can like be a visual transformation but also like a safety transformation and so it's just beautiful like the way like AI can make our capabilities are Mm -hmm. that can reduce our carbon footprint we can focus on other things. We can build like smart buildings that have solar panels or that can have um, bioengineered plants on the top that provide electricity and stuff like that. So AI can definitely initiate like another level of, you know, I would say advancement for human life. Mm -hmm. And so it's difficult to say that automation is the death of everything. Well, there are some jobs that will disappear with yeah. automation, but at the same time, the thing with automation that we have above is creativity mm-hmm. and emotion. If people begin to like code that mm-hmm. and like to like the, how to be genuine with emotion and creativity, maybe that's what we have a problem with. But right now. The beauty of being human versus technology is that we have creativity. The right, the way to be creative in that aspect, even though there are ways, like Ezekiel just showed me, Mm -hmm. you can code art now in a way. Yeah, it's probably like yeah, you can process it, and so that's a dangerous thing. But the beauty is that we can grasp things on a more emotional level with that in mind I remember yeah. in my own
0: animation class when mm-hmm. the about him was Audicino, mm-hmm. and then uh, he had a style painting yeah and then somebody was able to code it in wow. his style
1: in his style yeah. and like it can make things in his style yeah okay I mean that's dangerous <laughs> <laughs> but like in In a way, it's just we have to figure out a way to like work with AI or like we have to determine that with our advancement in society, either we become the creators of AI Mm -hmm. and like basically automate everything or we create like a law for technology in a way that we don't influence these we don't make emotion and creativity automated mm-hmm. because then what stops AI from controlling us. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pretty sure like there's a law of robotics or a law of technology that we have to follow. Oh, so to that the, the, the laws of robots? Yeah, something robots. like that, yeah. And so with that in mind, it's just what we choose to do. Mm -hmm. that can really determine our future yeah awesome (laughs) I mean that's just my perspective and these are questions we have to answer we're next (laughs) exactly we're next we're like I feel like because technology is just that's great to be born now (laughs) (laughs) and people want to have children like what the hell are they gonna do like what swim bro like I don't even know like I fear I'm pretty nervous about like if we decide to have kids, what their lives would look like? Yes. Yeah. And it's looking, I don't know, man. Things have to change. It's, it's murky. It's like, it's, in, it's an in-between. Like It could go either way. Yeah, and we don't, definitely. And we don't know which one. <laughs> we don't. It's like, it's 50-50 right now. 50-50. And it's not in good odds. Yeah. I don't think we're in good odds at all, but... It's up to us to like lead the charge. It's funny how like people saw that making like the um, idea that Mars had water on it because mm-hmm. we was there first and then we mm-hmm. messed it up and then we sent Adam and Eve <laughs> Earth, and then they killed the dinosaurs and then be Whoa, Wait, who thought of this? I don't know. I seen like on uh, Facebook or something like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> a whole conspiracy. <laughs> like, it's yeah, like, so what? Adam and Eve were actually astronauts. Yeah damn bro that's I'm actually gonna look that up after I've never heard of that yeah it's not saying no people think about like why uh, he was on Mars and everything to we was there first and then we just messed it up but wouldn't there be like other things that are in Mars like signs of life maybe like somebody left like a comic book later <laughs> and it never decayed but just water though
0: yeah
1: I don't know I mean I'll I don't I'll see know but I'll see that it is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And with the animation and right now, so there's a lot of creation. a creative boom right now. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Probably, like, in history, was like been another renaissance Yeah, of, there was a podcast and mm-hmm. everything. Everybody's like, I want to curate. Yeah. With that, um,
1: I see that there is a creative boom, but i think with podcasts is just this yeah an evolution in where that people are getting their voices out mm-hmm. and they're realizing that there's an audience for that yeah and so with podcasts it's just another way it's almost like talk therapy instead of listening to music mm-hmm. some people just like listening to other people's talk sometimes i literally that's a part of my morning routine like i can have righteous and ratchet in the background just cracking jokes or talking about stuff that's happening in the internet mm-hmm. and like talking about their lives and maybe they're promoting something that opens my eyes mm-hmm. and so for me like podcasts play more on my phone than music <clears> at <throat> most point and in a way it's almost like connecting with people without really having without really being there because I know having to go out especially for us introverts that takes energy as well but since podcasts are more like a one-sided conversation and you're like an audience you can basically decide whether or not you relate to it you can if it's on YouTube you can leave a comment and stuff like that but with things like that it's I feel like it's important for us to have not just music but also People just talking about life in general. I feel like that's also important. And people are realizing, yo, people really like listening to us. And so, yeah, like people should just see that as a way as a way of creation. And I also see that since not a lot of people are talented, it doesn't yeah. take a lot of talent to be a great podcast. So you just have to talk about something interesting and be energetic. And All so nice. <laughs> you're good though. You're good. Uh, you just have to react. Sometimes it's good questions as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so the more people see that and witness that it, provides a way of like power to the people. Mm-hmm. And so, the more people feel empowered to do things, the more they get there themselves, try something new. Hold on, one second. Yeah, no problem. I just fucked the button. You me show funny? Yeah. Okay. Cool, <laughs> I, <decided. laughs> I was like, oh no. You gotta make sure, man. <laughs> you know, I'm just talking to a black screen over there. Yeah. It's definitely, a thing where i see people are deciding now that they should start owning things with like tyler perry Mm -hmm. and his studio that he just built like people starting to own things in their own because they realize that there's power in that Mm -hmm. and i feel like the more people become smart and aware that ownership is key, Mm -hmm. they have the power to negotiate. Like, say for instance, if you make a show on your own, that reduces the risk on their show. It's like, oh, we can just franchise this and just show the, pay them, and then show the show on our channel. And so there's different things like that that's really important. And I feel like since people are now empowered to create, Mm -hmm. and it's a way to make money, yeah it's definitely going to see a lot of content yeah Renaissance 2.0 yeah Renaissance 2.0 I feel like it's the whole world this time instead of just Italy and all the European <laughs> <laughs> countries it's just the whole world and it's powerful like people just start making their own documentaries maybe exposing light on things that we've never seen before and so I feel like yeah it's a way to another way to connect people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so with that What kind of misconceptions about technology do people have? One great misconception that I see is that technology will be the death of everybody. Mm -hmm. And that people just think technology is here to just take jobs and people are here to take advantage of us. But I feel like it's with the quote, like, the rich get richer. Mm -hmm. And the poor get poorer. Yeah. No. The rich get richer and the poor make them richer. We allow ourselves to become taken advantage of. And the more that we learn about technology and the more that we empower ourselves to learn about what these companies are doing. Mm -hmm. to take advantage of us, that's when we can decide to step up and say, no, Mm -hmm. let me not support this company anymore. Let me create my own type of social media. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this was known but are you familiar with um, Jeffrey Almonte Yeah, too. Um before this was like a while back. I think 2 or 3 years ago. He was actually promoting a social media platform that was like Facebook. Well, the catch was is that for your information, they actually paid you. And so it was almost like um a company that had its employees have stake in it mm-hmm. and so i don't know what happened i have to do my research i forgot the name of this mm-hmm. social media platform but he was promoting it i don't think it really lifted off either yeah. because some people probably was just too accustomed to like instagram and facebook and stuff like that and so the um the business plan was like the more people you invite the more of um A bigger payout you had and so that was a way to like get people into it and stuff like that so it was almost like a um a pyramid Pyramid scheme yeah Yeah. because I think that's what made it people not believe in it too much and so with things like that I'm pretty sure you just have to appeal to the younger generation when mm-hmm. it comes to things because we're so impressionable. We're so fascinated with like new apps and new things that make our lives either more important or make our lives easier in a way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so with the rise of Snapchat, if there was a social media platform that can you know, benefit the people instead of taking advantage of that, mm-hmm. that could probably become... That's popular. But people don't know enough to know that they probably need something like that. And they just want something that's free and something that that's not too complicated. And so that's how, that's one misconception I see that is really important and people have to start quickly changing their minds because the more they believe that way, the more they're gonna push themselves back and they're not gonna grow. And the people that realize that are gonna grow and leave them in the dust. So I'm telling you this now. You gotta step up. You better hit first. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so in the early stages of um, of Tech, right? Mm-hmm. How so? You said I'm hard for the hard and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. How you feel about what's your next step in tech, actually? My next step in my next step in tech. <laughs> my next tech is step one. <laughs> um, hmm. It's actually it's one thing to learn about technology, but it's another thing to be a continuous student Mm -hmm. because technology will always evolve evolve, Mm -hmm. and it's important to know that you are making sure that you know you stay on top of the news Mm -hmm. make sure that viruses they're always evolving as well there's viruses that people research Mm -hmm. all the malware because viruses are blocked because the malware software knows that, okay, this is a virus. I have to stop it. But viruses are always being made. And so if there's not a virus in a file of like a Nordisk antivirus or Kapersky or McAfee, if that software doesn't know the coding of the virus, it can let it pass. It can be invisible. And so there's viruses that are continuously evolving. Mm -hmm. And so with that in mind, technology has to continue to evolve. And with that in mind as well, security has to continue to evolve. And with that evolution process, if you don't take the step to do your research and to be like, okay, maybe I don't see IT in my near future, future but I do see it as an important thing, definitely take your time to research, join programs that are free, that basically teach you about the different things that technology is about because you, are using technology you are a stakeholder in the world that we live in now and so the fact that you use it and you don't know about it that is something that can be taken advantage of Mm -hmm. and people can take advantage of that next thing you know you're being sold for a hundred dollars on the dark web and so it's the it's more of like we have to step up mm-hmm. because these companies are continuing to push forward. They're continuing going to do what they need to do in order to meet their bottom line. People who want to destroy people's lives online—they're continuing to do it because they're probably being paid to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, not a lot of people are looking out for us. And yeah. so, we have to take that step to look out. And the like
0: a similarity between like bio, mm-hmm. now how like the body has to keep evolving, exactly to fight off diseases and bacteria. Definitely, and then how technology yeah you know, to keep
1: evolving the fight yeah. of viruses. Definitely, if you see technology as a person, that person is just evolves on a quicker space than us. But technology is same thing as a human being; it needs to be protected. Mm-hmm. It has like a lot of, um, what you can call it, vulnerabilities that can be exploited, so is the human body. It can be destroyed really quickly if somebody knows the right thing to do, or like if you, went into your phone and you deleted all the coding that's in it, you just made your phone die and you can never fix that back. You probably have to buy a new one. Mm -hmm. And so like human beings, we need to be protected. We need to go to the doctor to make sure that we're good. And so these devices relate to us in so much, but we have classes in school that teach us about the human body but not a lot of classes that teach us about technology and how to use it and how to protect yourself and so it's time for everybody to step up we have to make technology a part of the curriculum mm-hmm. but because it's a new idea and a brand new um i would say component to human life i would say so a lot of people don't really believe in it as a practice or as like a way to be taught, mm-hmm. and so it's just we have to change that mindset.
0: That brings episode five point one to a close. You can listen to episode five point two, Nerds and Anime, this Friday, February twenty eighth, around one PM. I hope you continue. Have a nice day, and I hope to see you there.